0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host Austin Hill. Today we're in part two in our conversation on being reactive and being receptive. We hope you enjoy. I think I think um, the third, so the first point is to assume that people are doing the best they can. The second point is to actively listen. These things are embodying what it means to be receptive rather than be reactive. And then lastly, it was already kind of in that list, that long list of active listening, but I just think it's worth making its own point. That when we're being receptive, we're really aiming to understand before we respond. We're really aiming to understand before we respond. I really think that that embodies what it looks like to love your neighbor as yourself. Because I believe that at the end of the day, how I want to be loved is I want to be understood. I want to be heard. I want to have a voice. One of the primary ways any of us um, receives love and feels accepted and feels belonging is by being heard, by people looking at us and giving us attention, giving us their their effort, their focus being heard. So we're aiming to understand before responding. And I think, I want to hear from you. I'll shut up after this, but I think why this probably came to mind for me today before we started chatting Austin was just, As I'm on Slack and as I'm on, you know, I dabble in social media. I'm not super active on it, but I'll get on every once in a while. When I turn on my TV and watch the news, when I'm engaged in conversations, when I'm overhearing other people's conversations at the coffee shops and wherever, I I just I just am struck and, and I see this in myself too. I'm not, I don't want to say that I'm better. It just seems like we're surrounded, I'm surrounded by reactivity. Um, people jumping to assume the negative before giving people the benefit of the doubt, assuming that people are out to get them, not really listening to what others are saying, but just just being loud and being negative. Um, I don't see a lot of aiming to understand. I see a lot of judgment. I see a lot of anger. I see a lot of finger pointing. And, um, you know, frankly, even, you know, we work at the refuge, I see this a lot in the refuge community, even, unfortunately, um, whether it's um, myself, <laughs> you know, because again, I'm not perfect, but or or it's alumni or it's um, just interactions with volunteers or staff that we are not, you know, we are not, um, you know, we don't have a free, you know, get out of jail free pass on this one. Like we struggle with it too.
1: Neither of us are Jesus.
0: Yeah, neither of us are Jesus. And I think it's worth just bringing to to the forefront that this is this is an issue, and this is something that we need to we need to reflect on. I think as a community. Um, so, okay, that's a long setup, but there you go. What what initial thoughts do you have after hearing that for the first time? Um. What's really stands
1: out to me is it highlights something that I very much resonate with that I use as a, a basis or foundation to how I, how I go throughout the world or how I just walk through day-to-day life. And it's modeling this enemy love that Jesus talks about because it's love your enemy as yourself, because it's really, it digs down deep into, um. What is most important, and kind of how we value ourselves? Um, because how we value ourselves is how we're going to value our neighbor, and that sounds kind of interesting. But when when the Bible, when Jesus talks about love your neighbor as yourself, you really know yourself pretty well. Like you understand your ticks, what makes you upset, and you're aware of them. And so, if that means that we're supposed to love our neighbor the same way we love ourselves. That means we need to understand our neighbor. It requires time. It requires us to be flexible. And the only way we're going to understand our neighbors or just the people around us is if we practice active listening. Um, and then it's what I what attracted me back to Jesus when I went through this the deep questions. Like I think it's very normal for people who grew up in church to wonder if it's real. I think if you always have like believed like diehard in your soul and like in your gut that like Jesus is real. Um, without any doubts like i think you really need to ask your questions why like that'd be great i just don't know very very many people who've just walked through life like yeah jesus has always been real to me like i've had deep hard questions when my dad died that like am i ever going to see him again or is jesus just a feel-good thing but what and i'm saying all that because what brought me back to really own my faith in jesus was seeing throughout history and Even currently, where Christians, time and time again, the ones who follow Jesus, are sacrificially loving not just their neighbors, but those who are out to hurt them. Because there are people who want to harm you, but it's really, it highlights this way of living that Jesus calls all of us to, which is to not just love your neighbor, but love your enemy. And that's something that really separates, I think. And what, who we call our enemy is, it's not just someone like from a different country or a different neighborhood. It's we create enemies really quick when we are reactive. Mm. And the really beautiful thing about who Jesus, what Jesus, and following Jesus is when we start to love our, love our neighbors as ourselves, we realize that there are things that our neighbors believe that we don't believe, and we have a choice to then make them an enemy or make them or welcome them into a community that loves them. And that's, that's what really resonates with me from that. that yeah. It's just, a, it's hard work, loving your neighbors. Yeah. And it's, but it's necessary work and it's what separates um, it not separates, but kind of highlights what is attractive about Jesus. In his followers the ones that kind of like when people get frustrated with the church i think it's because we're terrible neighbors we care just about ourselves we don't care about
0: them thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast we'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation we'll see you then